Welcome to day 260 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2, The Drama of Scripture. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe, Matt Kresge, and Cindy Kemp. Uh, we're continuing our journey through the prophets, and some way the prophets are kind of uh, interlude between our uh, treatment of the narrative passages of Scripture. They don't fit neatly into uh, the history of Scripture. The prophets come to us, they, they come to us by the size of the scroll that they were written on. Uh, rather than in chronological order. But when we've been doing Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, and these are the transitional prophets as Israel is uh, being judged because of their unfaithfulness to the covenant of God and being scattered among the nations as God had promised that he would do. Uh, the prophets are both speaking the judgment of God on the nation of Israel for their unfaithfulness, but they're also bringing hope uh, to Israel. For God's restorative, gracious work. And it's, of course, that restorative, gracious work uh, that we will see fulfilled in the New Testament in Christ. And so the prophets set the table nicely for, uh, for the Gospels. So we're in Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel 34. And as always, before we read, we realize what a privilege it is to, to hear the word of the Lord, uh, to see the heart of the Lord, uh, to experience the unfolding plan of the Lord as he's redemptively involved in his people and to know that it's not simply their story, but it's our story and the work that he began in them he is carrying to completion uh, in us. So we always pause, we always read, we always prepare our hearts uh, to see God, to know God, and for God to continue his work in us through the Holy Spirit. So Matt, you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? Let's pray. Father, we do pause and we ask you to um, do a great work in us. We thank you that you are the one who um, who has saved us, the one who carries us to completion, and, and the one who has prepared good works for us to walk in. And so, Father, as we read your word and and we meditate and reflect on all you have for us, um, would you transform us? Um, would you cause us to mo look more like Christ? Father, we thank you for um, all that we have in Scripture we thank you that you have revealed your heart and character to us. You've spoken to us. Uh, Father, would we treasure you through your word in this time? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 34. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to you shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak, or healed the sick, or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays, or searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly and brutally. So they are scattered, because there was no shepherd. And when they were scattered, they became food for the wild animals. My sheep wandered all over the mountains, and on every hillside. They were scattered over the whole earth, and no one searched for them, or looked for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, because my flock lacks a shepherd and has so been plundered and has become food for the wild animals. And because my shepherds did not search for my flock, but care for themselves rather than for the flock. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherds and will hold them accountable for my flock. I'll remove from them from tending my flock so the shepherds can no longer feed themselves. I'll rescue my flock from their mouths and it'll no longer be food for them. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search my sheep and look for them. As the shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I'll rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. 
I'll bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I'll bring them into their own land. I'll pastor them on the mountains of Israel and the ravines and all the settlements of the land. I'll tend them a good pastor, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. And they will lie down in good grazing land, and they will feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. As for you, my flock, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will judge between one sheep and another and between rams and goats. This is not enough for you to feed on the good pasture. Must you also trample the rest of your pasture with your feet? Is it not enough for you to drink clear water? Must you also muddy the rest of the water with your feet? Must my flock feed on what you have trampled and drunken uh, and what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you shove with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away. I will save my flock, and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them, and he will tend to them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I'll make a covenant of peace with them and rid the land of savage beasts so that they may live in the wilderness and sleep in the forest in safety. I'll make them... uh, I will make them in the places surrounding my hill a blessing. I will send down showers in season. They will be showers of blessings. Trees will yield their fruit, and the ground will yield its crop. The people will be secure in their land. They will know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who enslave them. They will no longer be plundered by the nations. Horrible wild animals devour them. They will live in safety, and no one will make them afraid. I'll provide for them a land renowned for its crops, and they will no longer be victims of famine in the land or bear the scorn of the nations. For they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, the Israelites, are my people, declares the sovereign Lord. You are my sheep, sheep of my pasture, and I am your God, declares the sovereign Lord. So we have a very common image uh, in the life of Israel. Uh, of course, David has already recognized that the Lord is his shepherd, and he causes him to lie down in green pastures and restores his soul and uh, offers him a table even in the front of his enemies. And, of course, you have the words of Jesus later on, I am the good shepherd, and I sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. And so this is an image that uh, you know God is using. It's worth there's two groups that he's judging. First of all, those who are called to be shepherds or the rulers of the people and the priests of the people, but then the people themselves. The people do not have regard for each other. They muddy the water of the other sheep, and they Mm -hmm. trample down the pasture of the other sheep, and they butt the other sheep with their horns. So it sounds like a typical day at um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, in life in the ministry but what an incredible image and I hope hope you caught it as we read it God said not only am I going to give them a shepherd uh, you, you have two images that are here mm-hmm. not only am I going to give them my shepherd but I myself will be their shepherd mm-hmm. and my servant David mm-hmm. will be their shepherd so those are the two big uh, mm-hmm. New Testament clues that we have kind of coming through here uh, in, in the go- in the gospel, <laughs> well, could, it, in the gospel as presented yeah. in the prophecy of Ezekiel, yeah. I always love in the shepherd image that 
you, we've talked about it several times, um, just that image not being one that, you know, people didn't desire to be shepherds when they grow up. You know, it's kind of a lowly position. And, and yet the king of the universe, you know, the one who creates all things says, I will be a shepherd to my people. And so to take that title, that image upon himself and say, that's the kind of guy that will be a shepherd to my people. We're like, that's, you know, shepherds aren't, that's not the occupation that people desire to be. Yeah. And so, but yet it's the occupation that, that God sees fit to say this is exactly what my care will look like you know it's it's like a shepherd of the sheep and i mean obviously you you pointed out jesus is the good shepherd you know Mm -hmm. and and we begin to see exactly that fulfilled um and it's true of us today now there's there's no doubt that uh you know it's not the same image that you know we grew up with in this country you know in the west where you have the romantic sense of mounting a horse and driving the cattle and yeah. uh, you know fighting you know fighting all the you know the distance and all this is a far more humble job and, and a for, far more gentle job you drive cattle but you you lead sheep mm-hmm. and you largely lead them as you know as the image of the good shepherd and john you know speaks about with 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 the gentleness of your voice mm-hmm. and uh, the compassion and, and so you see here and this has been a mix in ezekiel you see uh the uh, the jealous wrath of the Lord in judging both Israel and the nations who have caused harm to Israel, but you also see the gentle restoration of the Lord in this image is one of the most uh, reassuring. Mm-hmm. And I do love the image of Jesus being that good shepherd um, as he does strengthen the weak and heal the sick and binds up the in, uh, the injured, but then he also pursues those that are lost and mm-hmm. that parable of the 99 he pursues the one and he yeah he is the good shepherd that no there's no doubt about it this is exactly what we see in in the ministry of jesus not simply the proclamation of the gospel but the care for the people right and so you do see him you know uh, in the synagogue announcing that he has come to loose the bonds and to uh, restore the fortunes you know of the poor and preach good news you know to the poor and so you see you know, Jesus with a heart in the Gospels for the least of these. Mm-hmm. And it is th- these very words that are described, the binding, the restoring, right. the seeking out, mm-hmm. and, and the caring, you know, the caring for the sheep. Yeah. And it's also a responsibility. Of course, you know, those of us around this table with the call to ministry, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a responsibility that, that we have uh, to seek out and to bind up and to do all of these things. But it's also a responsibility that sheep have for one another mm-hmm. rather than to just but yeah. each other with their horns. Trample and muddy. At, at the start, uh, he, uh, you know, he does give that woe to the shepherds of Israel where he says, you know, woe mm-hmm. to the shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds care for the flock? You know, and that obviously gets picked up a lot in Jesus who does come and care for the flock. But then even, yeah, that passing on, you know, in, in Acts, it, Acts 20, it tells us, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. So yeah. we see these shepherds maybe looking only to their own interest, not caring for the people, but in the call of the New Testament would be, no, you need to guard yourself from, from being these types of shepherds and also giving of yourself for um, those in your care just as Christ you know, has done for you. So love seeing. No, and, and, and obviously we see so many examples of, you know, church leaders who are, you know, have really flamboyant, you know, personalities enrich themselves and their stage presence and, and things like that. And that is the opposite, you know, of who 
who God, uh, who God is and God was, who Jesus is and who Jesus was and his approach. Uh, it's not, you know, platforming nearly as much as, you know, caring, you know, caring for the sheep. So what a wonderful image. And it's just a reminder that, you know, our call is not to be the shepherd of the sheep, but to be uh, under shepherds, under the, under the guidance of, of the main shepherd. Cindy, do you mind closing us with a word of prayer? No, I don't mind. Father, thank you for this image that you've given us today of a, a shepherd. And we know that Christ is that ultimate fulfillment of that image in, in you as well, Lord. We thank you that you pursue the loss. We thank you that you do bind up and that you do heal. And Father, that you are doing a work among your people. And we thank you for your gracious spirit towards us. And uh, thank you for these words today that they might encourage us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.